Good morning. Coming to you from the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios, welcome to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins. I'm your host. I'm a landscape designer, garden author, and horticulturist, and I love to answer your gardening questions. And I will tell you, I am thrilled that we got the rain last night. It was wonderful. It was bountiful. And uh, it just, my garden looked so fresh this morning. Good morning, Lizzie. How are you? I'm doing good. Did uh, the rain gods, uh, you know, benefit, uh, you know, bless you with their little bit of rain in your paradise? <laughs> quite a few, quite a few lightning strikes, quite a few uh, branches down, but not too shabby. I, I'm not going to complain because I like rain, but I don't like Seattle rain. So <laughs> let's get that straight before the universe hears me put it out there. <laughs> well, I love rain a lot. And Seattle rain is a lot a lot like Scotland rain. It's always there, but it's good for your skin. Uh, but I do I do love that we um, can garden here year-round. And so it's the same in Seattle, too, as well. Right. So, But the, we definitely needed the rain, and I got um, got a couple of inches this week. So good. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm real pleased. Uh, I want to say that, just want to prepare everyone, if you have not fertilized your lawn this year um, and your um, landscape, that the fertilizer ban is coming up. And I'm not, we're not talking about fertilizing often. Uh, you only usually need to fertilize about twice a year your lawn. And you should get a soil test before you apply any fertilizer to your landscape. So it's important to understand that most counties in the state of Florida and cities have a fertilizer ban from June 1st through September 30th. And that goes with the, you know, recommendations from the University of Florida to fertilize in the springtime, you know, of March, April, and then in uh, October, September, the end of September, October area uh, for your landscape. And so that is coming up. And uh, we it's just important to, to stress, and I've talked about it over the last couple of weeks, as we are approaching uh, the rainy season, is that you never fertilize before a rainstorm. Right. And that's that's important because you waste your time, Lizzie. It just goes right down the drain. Right. And also, you posted a picture on your Facebook page, I do believe, and you actually had uh, graphics of showing, okay, you fertilize it, then we get into this rainy season, and then everything washes into the rivers, into the ponds, and Lakes. it's just... And 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 it, you know and it's and it's getting expensive, so there's really you shouldn't really do that. <laughs> True, uh, you know. So uh, it's important to do that. So just check with your landscape company; they know what to do. They, you know, they have the licenses and they have the education, and so don't press them. Uh, and but always get a soil test before you apply fertilizer to your lawn, and that'll help you out quite a bit. Uh, and so I'm in the process of you know, uh, changing out my front yard, changing the landscaping. And so it's completely bare. Uh, I have nothing in my front yard at all. And you know what? It, I'm just so relaxed and chill about it, you know, <laughs> that I know it's going to look great in a few weeks. And I'm very excited about it. We're putting in new pathways and uh, got the irrigation, you know, fixed. So I know that it's efficient. And, you know, most of the plantings that I put in, I put on based on rainfall. So what does that mean? That means that you put plants in that uh, you're going to make sure that they're watered till they get established. And then uh, you can turn the water off and just let the normal rainfall, the rainy season happen. And so they can handle any conditions uh, that happen in your yard because they're the right plant in the right place. And that is a Florida-friendly mantra, and it's very important to understand that. So, But you have to understand that these plants, all plants are drought-tolerant in the right locations. And I, I like to educate on this because it's very important that we have our natives and our non-natives that are drought-tolerant. But they're all drought-tolerant. So we have our xeric, which is dry, sandy soils. Okay, natives and non-natives. We have our mesic soils. So that means that they, you know, that's the earthworm soil that you see. It has good organic material in it. It um, holds on to the moisture, but it's not too wet so that earthworms can survive. So I call it my earthworm soil. Mesic soils, native and non-native. And then we also have our hydric soils. And these are low-lying areas that um, hold on to water, retention ponds, low-lying swales in your yard, also sh shorelines, lakefronts, and then also areas that are compacted 
and have clay soils underneath and that water does not percolate. And those are our hydric soils. And so that we have the native and non-native. So it's really based on your soil conditions on how much you should water. And it shouldn't be, I'm going to put these plants in because they're drought tolerant. Because they may not be in your soil conditions. And they certainly are not until they're established, which could be three months, could be six months. And for large shrubs and trees, we're talking about, you know, a year to seven years that a uh, tree is um, going to be um, irrigated or watered when there is no rainfall uh, so that it becomes drought tolerant. You want to develop a healthy root system, and that means that you want to water it well. Lizzie, we have an exciting show coming up today. I can't wait. I'm telling you, we have the dynamic Leah Brooks coming on in our first hour, and she's going to be talking about her summer garden. Literally, did you see her post? Yes. Oh, you just drool mm-hmm. looking at it. You know, she could open a restaurant in her in, in her in her backyard <laughs> off her patio off the off her tower garden. So we're gonna be talking to her about the summer vegetables. And then we're gonna be talking about bonsai, the art of bonsai with a professional bonsai artist called Adam Levine. And he is wonderful. And there's a big bonsai event coming up that I want to get to. So uh, we want to give a good morning shout out to Marie in Lakeland. And I just want to talk about that. Lizzie will be taking your calls at one 455 2967 Or you can text me at 23680. Let me know you're out there. Say good morning and I'll say good morning back. I'm Teresa Watkins. If it's Saturday morning, you're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens. And this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. When was the last time you had a truly awesome nursery experience? A nursery and garden center with a huge selection and friendly expert advice. We're talking about Quality Green specialists in Deland. At Quality Green, we have your favorite plants, fruit trees, flowers, vegetables, and herbs. Plus, with our 8011 fertilizer, organic azomite, and composted soil, your garden will look its very best. Great plants, sustainable products, friendly expert advice. 335 West Michigan Avenue, Deland, and online at qualitygreenspecialist.com. Bicyclists and motorcyclists all have the right to be on the road and travel safely. Drivers, watch out for bicyclists and give them three feet of clearance. Always be on the lookout for motorcycles and never attempt to share a lane with one. Drive cautiously around large buses and trucks and remember to never cut in front of them since they can't stop as quickly. When we're on the road together, safety is a shared responsibility. A message from the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. Living with a body of water right outside your home sounds delightful until these boogers start showing up. Mosquitoes aren't just annoying. They can carry deadly diseases like Zika and West Nile virus. But with Summit Mosquito Dunks, you can have your pond without all the worry. Simply drop a Summit Mosquito Dunk into standing water and kill mosquito larvae for 30 days or longer. Mosquito Dunks are harmless to people, pets, fish, and wildlife. So it's just that that stop hanging around. Visit SummitResponsibleSolutions.com. The forecast calls for warm gulf breezes blowing through your hair and soft, sugary white sand below your feet, along with mostly sunny skies on outdoor patios while dining al fresco, cool, colorful street murals mixed with world-renowned art museums, and around sunset, there's a chance of fiery orange skies over emerald green waters. So immerse your senses in St. Pete Clearwater and start planning your beach escape at visitstpeteclearwater.com. Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Call the low-cost airline Travel Hotline now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. Call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. 802-341-4542. 802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. Getting ready to go boating is just as important as the safety precautions you take while on the water. This National Safe Boating Week, make sure you have your safety equipment and know how to use it. Life jacket, check. Whistler horn, check. Flares, check. Personal locator beacon, got it. These are just a few of the items to have prepared for the journey, regardless of your experience level. This message brought to you by the National Safe Boating Council and U.S. Coast Guard. 
Learn more at safeboatingcampaign.com. Are you a homeowner and need extra cash to pay off debt, medical bills, education expenses? Or are you planning for retirement? Homeowners like us have most of our money tied up in our homes. But what good does it do if you can't access your money with a real-life checkbook? Easy Knock offers a new way of getting cash out of your home. They buy it from you, and you stay in your home as a renter. And depending on your program, you can also buy it back at any time. If your credit score is not perfect, don't worry. Easy Knock can still help you get the cash you need. If your home is valued at $100,000 or more, take five minutes of your time to learn how to convert the equity in your home into cash. Give Easy Knock a call right now. 800-382-7624. That's 800-382-7624. Good morning. Welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins, and I have to tell you, I have to congratulate Brenda. She sent in a perfect text. And Lizzie, what do we mean by a perfect text? Perfect text needs to include your first name, where you're located, so we know what zone that you're in, and your question, a quick synopsis of what you're asking, but kind of be a little detailed. So if you're saying a green plant or a leaf has spots on it, it kind of explain it, but it would probably be better just to email you a picture. But yeah, just just quick yeah. first name, where you're from. There you it, go. Thank you. So we're going to get to the text messages in just a minute. Um, we are um, talking. Do we have um, Leah coming in? There you go. So uh, Leah is just so dynamic. She is a good friend. She's a garden dynamo, a tower garden rep. She mentors school children clubs and all types of gardeners, and I always look forward to her delicious posts on Facebook. She did it again this week. So good morning, Leah. How are you? Good morning, Teresa. I am great. Thanks for having me on again. Oh, you're welcome. Well, I so enjoy talking with you, and your energy is, you know, contagious, and you have so much good information to give to people who can, um, you know, so they can garden in small areas and produce a lot of food. And so I wanted to talk to you today about that. Uh, but you just came back from a trip. Where'd you go? Um, I was actually up in Minnesota and Wisconsin and traveled through North Carolina, seen family. It was really nice. And I came back to this garden that's, you know, kind of exploded. That's sort of the fun thing about coming back from a trip is seeing the growth in your garden. I, I, it definitely is. And that does sound like a great trip. So I think we've been hotter this spring than most years, and we haven't gotten a lot of rain. Have you experienced the same mm -hmm. thing in uh, Orange City? Yeah, well, Florida's backwards from everything. You know the saying, April showers brings May flowers. It does not apply to Florida. Um, April and May are always dry, and usually new gardeners are really caught by surprise. Um, but this year does definitely seem drier than normal. I'm, um, I'm looking forward to those summer rains. I am, too. And so you represent Tower Gardens, and you do a remarkable job of it. But I've said this before. We have a bunch of new listeners from South Florida. So briefly tell us what a Tower Garden is, please. I'd love to. <laughs> um, the Tower Garden, it's a beautiful vertical aeroponic gardening system. And we can grow up to 52 fruits, vegetables, and herbs in less than three square feet. Indoors, outdoors, patio, pool, kitchen. And in Florida, it's easily grown year-round. And um, right now, I'm starting to transition to the summer garden. So how do Tower Garden practices change from spring to summer? Well, you know, as you know, summer is our most challenging gardening season. Again, we're flipped from up north. Um, it, but it's also a super rewarding season once you get past all the challenges. And the key to summer is finding the right seeds that are suitable to handle the heat, the humidity, and the pest pressures and effectively manage the pests. But it's not hard to do once you know what to do. So I just saw an article in Florida, um, and it said, we don't grow vegetables in the summertime, but we can, and you're living proof of it. So let's do a real quick true and false about summer vegetables and everybody listening can play along all right 
Okay. Okay. So tomatoes do not pollinate in temperatures over 85 degrees. So tomatoes are out in the summertime. True or false? True. Actually, the nighttime temperatures play an even bigger role, which is why we can't grow tomatoes in summer in Florida. When the nighttime temperatures are greater than 72, forget it. You can't grow them. There is the wild Everglades tomato, though. It's from South America, and it's the closest wild relative of our cultivated tomatoes. And it grows these tiny fruits the size of a dime, but the flavor is unbelievable. So those you can grow, and you'll get some fruit over summer, but once we cool down, they'll really explode. Right, and then cherry tomatoes, too, also you know, uh, are pollinated during the summertime. Lettuce can mm-hmm. only be grown during winter. True or false? That's false. But it's also true because you can't grow good le- <laughs> you can't grow good lettuces in soil in summer, but you can grow lettuce in the tower garden. There's two things that the tower garden does. One, it provides a lot of oxygen to the roots when the heat when it gets hot, the metabolism of the plants go up, their oxygen needs go up. Tower garden is aeroponic, lots of oxygen. And the other thing is it sprinkles cool water, cool running water on the roots of the plant. So it's those two things, the cooling of the roots, the extra oxygen provides, and we can grow out-of-season vegetables in the tower in the summer. Very good. So spinach and other delicious green vegetables are not grown in the summertime. True or false? True for spinach. It's out, can't grow it. In fact, I'm pulling mine this week. Um, but you can grow Swiss chard, kale, lemon sorrel, Tokyo bacana, um, summer dance cute, Korean zucchini, tropical pumpkins, Brazilian broccoli, celery, lung beans, cow peas, lima beans, sweet and hot peppers, That's, and more. That sounds can, like a buffet. A yeah, I know. Yeah. That sounds like a buffet table. That sounds wonderful. Now, these tropical vegetables can be grown in the ground, too, right? A lot of them can, like the Seminole pumpkin, the lime beans, the cow peas, the lima beans. They'll definitely grow great in the ground. What about herbs? You can't grow cilantro in summer, but you can grow parsley, sage, mint, tarragon, chives, thyme, and all of the different delicious basils will grow. That, that's wonderful. And you can also grow fruit. We, Tony says he wanted one tower garden just so he could plant strawberries in it because they look so good. <laughs> so what kind of fruit can you grow in a tower garden? Well, the, the Albion variety of strawberries are producing now, and that's what I posted on my Facebook page. But in a month or two, they will stop producing. And so strawberries are an annual in summer, an annual, sorry, in Florida. Um, but right now, you can plant poha berries, which taste like a cross between an orange and pineapple. They're so good, and I think they're way underutilized in our area. And melons. So I love the Hakucho cantaloupe, which is like a one-pound cantaloupe, and the Ginkaku Korean melons, which produce uh, tons. are super prolific. Okay, so you were talking about um, growing fruit on trellises. Describe that for me. I'm trying to visualize it. Yeah, well, you know, one of the things is, is dealing with pests. And if you let your plants trail on the ground, then you're going to have you know increased press, pest pressure. So, you know, you just put trellises up. You can take a couple, you can make this cheap. Take a couple of T-posts and put some what they call hog panel fencing in between it uh-huh. and stretch that out and just let your plant vine on that. And that will keep them up off the ground. Um, that's also why I tend to grow the smaller melons. But if you want to grow like the big watermelons, you could put some landscaping fabric down and let the melons grow onto that to keep it off the ground. And so there's, they'd still be rooted in the uh, tower garden. Mm-hmm, exactly. Oh, that's interesting because there's a great Pinterest um, photograph that shows melons and squash and um, all sorts of different um, uh, fruits hanging from a uh, vines in a long tunnel. And so mm-hmm. you, that this is the same thing that you're talking about. You can definitely do that. You know, the targarine's five feet tall or you can make it taller. Some people will plant things on the very top and then put a trellis or, you know, cattle panning, panel fencing 
um, in, into a tunnel and they'll let it grow in, on that. And then you can stand underneath the fruits and the vegetables, the cucumbers and you know melons, and you can pick them from above. That is really cool to do. That's wonderful. So now how much work are you going to have to do during the summer? You talked about going on vacation. Can you just leave it and let your plants grow? Or do you have to have someone checking on it for you? What What do you do when you have to leave? It kind of depends. You know, like when we're in drought, like we have been, I need somebody to come in and just add some water to the towers while I'm gone. Um, in the middle of summer when we're getting a lot of rains, I may not need that. Um, it's, it's, I would say it's a little bit more work than winter. Um, you also need to keep an eye on pests and powdery mildew. Those are the two things that can take a crop up pretty fast. Once you learn the cycles of pests and powdery mildew, though, you can be prepared for them. Okay. And so do you um, use systemics? Do you use chemicals to prevent it? I, I use things like milk for powdery mildew. You can make a mixture of it and spray it on in the heat of the day. That works really well. Um, in uh, for, for pests, I use a combination of um, cold-pressed organic neem oil, which is really good at disrupting the insect's cycles. And I use uh, like a mild soap and mix those two together, spray it on the tower garden at night, um, and then I rinse it off in the morning because I don't want to affect the bees. So this is all, you know, this, you know, this is all as safe as it could possibly be. And then if I see army worms, I'll add in BT, which is a natural bacteria, right, yeah. which disrupt, you know how that works. Yeah. Yes. And if I have a real big problem, I'll use the nose said, but that is more of a broad spectrum, even though it's organic. So I prefer to try to use BT if I can. And that's always the recommendation. Use the least, uh, you know, harmful product first, and then you have to make your way up. Sometimes you do have to go to the stronger chemicals, but if you're right on top mm -hmm. of it and you catch it when it's a small problem, you can use mm -hmm. something that's very organic and, and works well, mm -hmm. and you don't have to use a lot of it. So, Leah, you're exactly. a wonderful hand-holding mentor to anyone who'd like to grow edibles in a small space. So how can um, gardening fans find you on Facebook and your website? What should they do? Well, you know, the easiest way probably is to email me at gardensmarter at gmail.com. And I'll send them the list of the summer plans. And I'll send them my pest control if they like that, too. They can find me on Facebook under my name, Leah Brooks. And my website is leahbrooks.towergarden.com. Thank you so much, Leah. That's wonderful. It's certainly uh, just great to get back in touch with you and, and hear all about your garden. And I tell you, every every week you make me drool on your harvesting in your garden. <laughs> me too. Me too. <laughs> Thank you. It's an honor to be on here with you, Garden Giants. Thank you. All right, babe. You have a great week. Thank you so much. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, she is wonderful. And uh, her Facebook page is mm -hmm. Ditto Brooks, and you can find her. And she's just, she's just great. I'm it's you, sh I had never heard of the tower, the tower gardening, and she just makes it sound so simple. I'm like, okay, all right, I'll get right on that one. <laughs> it is. We have some text messages here. A great one from Brenda from Ocoee. She said, do bromeliads need to be fertilized and what's the best way to do it? And I will tell you honestly, Brenda, I have never fertilized my bromeliads. And so, you know, I don't see a reason why you would need to. They're going to take their nutrients and water from the air. Uh, and, and they'll take whatever you're putting on the ground if you're fertilizing other plants in the area. So great question. We're going to be back with more of Better Lawns and Gardens. And your gardening questions, perfect time to call one 455 Or you can text me at 23680. I'm Teresa Watkins from the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios. You're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens and Florida's Talk and Entertainment. Diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing and always need to stick your fingers to test your blood sugar. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. Apply a discrete sensor on your body and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger sticks. If you are living with type 1 or type 2 diabetes and you administer insulin three or more times 
times per day or use an insulin pump, you might be eligible for a CGM through your insurance benefits. U.S. Med partners with over 500 private insurance companies and Medicare. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill your insurance. Call us today for a free benefits check. 800 513 1652. 800 513 Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the Health Insurance Helpline can help you get it. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the Health Insurance Helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans, and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 802 802-341-4542. 802-341-4542. 802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. Welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins. We'd love to have your phone calls, one 455 2967 or you can text 23680. The Matthew-Fallman chapter of hibiscus, uh, they are, uh, that's the Hibiscus Society. 
They are going to have a plant sale and show at the Good Shepherd Lutheran Church at 2073 Garden Street, very appropriate, in Titusville. And that's going to be today. The plant sale and uh, will start after the judging today. So you, that will be from uh, 7 o'clock through the afternoon. Good information. Thank you. You're welcome. And so let's, uh, let's see. Let's go to Alan. Good morning, Alan. How can I help you? Hey, good morning, Teresa. I got a follow-up for you on your last segment. She was talking about the hog wire, which I've done that for, oh, 15 years ago or so. I've been doing it. You can make, they're 16 feet long, and you cut them in half, and you can make an A-frame, wire them back together, and you make an A-frame. You can make the A-frame for beams so the grandkids can crawl underneath them, and it's really cool. Or you can make what we used to do is our beds were three feet wide for a walkway. And we would take uh, the 16-foot sections and cut out four-foot section lengths, and you make a, a covered walkway, and you'd have an eight-foot on one side, an eight-foot on the other, and a four-foot on top. Nice thing is, when the season's over, these things fold down in your garage, and they take up almost zero space. Never rust. They're galvanized. Only downside of it, if a new person is trying to do it, they're going to get sticker shock when they go and find out how much hog fencing <laughs> wire from what it was 10, 15 years ago. You go, exactly. Oh, Oh, that that shock is happening all over. So what's the alternative? Well, the alternative is use cheap chicken wire. Now, that's a little bit more, not as rigid, but you can use PVC pipe and make the same kind of A-frame. But we have, I've got A-frames left over where I cut them in half and made true A-frames. We had pole beans. We had lima beans. Any kind of a thing it likes to trellis, sweet peas, love them, because if you face them uh, east and west, they get the morning sun, then they get the afternoon sun when it goes sets down. So you get 100% sun, you get great ventilation, and the pods hang down. They're a lot easier to, to find and pick through, and it's kind of a neat thing if you've got a small space to want to do to make a trellis walkway instead of having wisteria or something growing over a trellis. This is an all really neat alternative to it, and I just found out on it, you know, kind of crossed it one day sitting on a tractor thinking, well, if you do this, you do that, it works. And uh, to secure the, 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 the square one is you just put the four uh, steel fence posts on the inside and you wire them up, and that keeps it from shifting left or right if the wind blows, which it will do. But it's a neat thing. Kids enjoy it because they get to walk underneath it and go, oh, Grandpa, there's a bean, ogre, and they get a great kick out of it. I so love that. It's Isn't that great? I'm just, I'm just enthralled listening to you, Alan. I think that's wonderful. And I, I've been talking to Tony about doing some kind of trellis walkway, and so we, I think we'll take you up on that. I really like, like it. I said they're galvanized. They're galvanized. They're, they're a little heavy for a, a single person or an older person. You may have to have two people help you. But when they when they fold them back up, they're only like an inch wide. And you wherever you got space in the garage, they don't take up like, well, I got pots. Where do I put my pots? Man, these are right there. And you can grow all kinds of things. We've even done tried uh, experimenting with uh, tomatoes to trellis up on the side and hold them up. And <clears throat> It's not the best as a pole, like Tom would say, but yeah, <clears throat> excuse me. No, no, it works pretty good, and it's a it's a neat thing to do, and it's like wow, you know, you got all these different kinds of beans. You can put multiple kinds of beans on there too, so you don't have to have one kind of bean. Multiple kinds of beans. You can see, you know, fava beans or any lima beans, butter beans, whatever bean you want to put on there. Speckled beans that that grow. There you go, and it's it's simple, easy, and uh, real efficient, and it's easy to tear down too. When you're finished, everything dries up. You know, done. So, just a thought for you. Well, very I'll inspiring, Alan. Pictures of them. Well, thank. Well, please welcome. do. Thank you so much. We'll post pictures of Alan's trellises when uh, we uh, when he sends them. That'll be great. That will be awesome. Thank you so much, Alan. Let's go to um, the text messages, and we have somebody who has apple trees. They're growing apple trees. And they have coddling moss, and they are trying to use the Captain Jack spray, and they have his traps hanging, but the moths are thriving. And so I just think that maybe they did they got behind on it and didn't get ahead of the season. And so you want to make sure that you're checking your gardens and walking them on a regular basis. And then when you you know when you know that they're going to happen, then you can you know spray and put the traps out and and stop it before it gets uh, really very serious. But also too, you can um, use a, a, a neem oil 
on it too as well. And you spray it at, uh, you know, kind of like one to two week intervals. Uh, follow the label instructions, but you're going to have to do that three or four times. So it's not just like hanging the traps up and thinking the traps are going to work. If the insect has gotten too far along and they're just, you know, they're they're going to be stronger than sometimes the, the traps and things. So you got to make sure you're doing it at the right intervals. So if you will send me an email, you can contact Better Lawns and Gardens and send me an email through that. And I will be able to send you the intervals and send you a whole list on how you can take care of your apple trees and not let it get that far. All right. And what's your email? My email is Teresa.Watkins. That's Teresa without the H. Okay. T-E-R-E-S-A. Teresa.Watkins at live.com. There you go. And I also feel that, you know, there's always just that one pesky something out there that's just going to thrive no matter what you do to it. <laughs> exactly. You know, and they're just going to irritate you. They're just going to be there just to prove to you that they can, that they're in control. So I, I, uh, I, I love that. So give us a call, one 455 2967 Or if you are um, just want to text us and give us your message, that would be 236 236- Eight zero. Now, what can you be doing this time of the year in your gardens? And what I really want to impress upon you is just to make sure that, you know, all of the winter damage in the spring that you've got everything cut back and uh, finished with winter time. I still see a lot of ornamental grasses that have not been cut back and it's just getting a little late and you're just going to have to live with the brown leaves through the summertime. But, uh, you know, just, you know, making sure that you're you're getting through. But this is the time of the year. Hurricane season is going to be coming up in uh, June 1st, too, as well as the fertilizer ban. So you want to make sure that you're having your trees checked. Walk your yards. Also, when you're when you're looking at the trees, look for sap stained bark, hollow areas and twin trunks. And when you have twin trunks, you're going to get some, you know, easier damage during a hurricane. They're going to split apart very easily. Um, This is the time of the year that if you haven't applied the mulch, make sure that you've got three to four inches of mulch around your garden bed areas, around your trees, and that'll hold the moisture in the ground and you're not going to have to be watering as much. We're going to be back with more of your gardening questions. You can give us a call, 1-888-455-2967, or you can text 23680 I'm Teresa Watkins. This is Better Lawns and Gardens, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. What do I love about the water? Reeling in a good catch. Oh, yeah, that's a keeper. Teaching the kids to swim in the lake, then pushing them on a rope swing over the creek. And watching the sunset with the family out on the boat. In our life jackets, of course. Discover the joy of being on the water safely. Life jackets save lives. Wear it, Florida. This message is brought to you by the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. Visit myfwc.com for tips on how to keep you and your family safe on the water. Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. Call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. 802-341-4542. 802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. Kids are amazing. And at Florida Kid Care, we think their health care should be amazing too. That's why millions of Florida's kids from birth through the end of age 18 get their health and dental insurance for free or at a low cost. And your child can too. Apply today at floridakidcare.org or 1-888-540-KIDS. That's 1-888-540-5437. When it comes to taking care of your acreage, 
don't mess around. Toro Zero Turn Mowers cut big yards down to size in less time, so you can spend more time hunting, fishing, or just enjoying the day. Built with comfort-enhancing, productivity-boosting features like My Ride Suspension that take the ache out of acreage, massive rear-drive tires for ultimate traction, and ultra-durable iron-forged cutting decks you can rely on for years to come. Bowl through anything that dares get in your way. Toro, count on it. Visit toro.com slash zero turn to find yours. You don't hear much about grace these days. Quite the opposite, in fact. We live in a cancel culture that is quick to cancel people out when they make a mistake. Our world needs the message of grace now more than ever before. So what is grace? Grace is unmerited favor. It's receiving something we don't deserve. And that's what God gives to us through faith in Jesus Christ. Every single one of us deserves God's judgment for we all sin. The good news though, God doesn't cancel us out. Instead, the Bible says he canceled out our sins by nailing them to the cross. That's what makes grace so amazing. And how do we receive this amazing grace? First, admit we don't deserve his love. Then we pray for his forgiveness. Then ask Jesus to take control of our heart and lives. Grace is his gift to us. It really is amazing. This is Bryant Wright, experiencing his grace every day, speaking right from my heart. For devotions, visit rightfromtheheart.org. Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours, any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? going through a divorce. Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800-432-3916 That's 800-432-3916. Welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens. If you'd like to give us a gardening call, you can call 1-888-45-LAWNS. That's 1-888-455-2967. Or you can text 23680. Let's head over to Port Orange with Pam. Good morning, Pam. How can I help you? Good morning, Teresa. Thank you. I have two questions. One, I I bought some gardenias in December from Lowe's. They're they're little plants, and um, they haven't grown much. But two of them, the leaves are all turning yellow and they're dropping off. The others are perfectly green and happy. Okay. Are they in the same area, in the same row, same gardening bed? Um, yes and no. It's the same bed, but it curves around. So some are going the other direction, you know, like a... Okay. So, so okay, so they're in a kind of a gardening bed, but, but they're in a little bit of different areas. Okay, one first, right. I would check uh, your irrigation to make sure that they're both getting the same amount Okay, and I'm watering. I'm watering by hand every day. The irrigation doesn't actually touch them because they're right along the patio. Okay, I'm concerned about why you're watering them every day. So why do why why are you doing that? Because I'm new to Florida, and I was told the sand <laughs> everything does. Well, I don't know what I'm doing. Okay, <laughs> so I'm glad you called, Pam. You called the perfect perfect place. All right, so. Uh, I don't know whether you have sand or not. Gardenias like to have a good acidic soil. So I want you to kind of check around and if it's just sandy soils. But you had, you know, good soil when you planted them in the pot. So that should be adequate enough. Now, it's normal for gardenias, mature gardenias that have been established to drop some leaves, yellow leaves in the springtime. Okay, so oh. I, I wouldn't, I, I would want to check and just have a checklist and go down everything. Do the leaves have any kind of sooty mold or any kind of black spot on them? No. Okay, they look nice and bright and green. Yes. Okay, then I would check uh, to see, uh, you know, um, if, did you fertilize recently? 
No, because I planted them with fertilized stuff. And I actually put cotton, I'm going to tell you the truth, because I heard they liked acidic. I made coffee and put coffee on them and then put the grounds there. So that could also be a problem. I don't yeah. I, 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 whoever you're listening to, <laughs> I would just kind of <laughs> talk about the weather with them. <laughs> Okay. And so, so here's what I'd like you to do. I'd like you to, before you water anything anymore, hand water it, I want you to stick your finger in the ground. And if the ground is cool, moist, or damp, you do not need to irrigate or put water down. Okay. Okay. That, okay. that way we're not going to overwater it and it's not going to rot because gardenias can get rotted out. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. So, and our soils, you may not have sandy soils. You know, um, when we're talking about sandy soils, um, Florida's all sand, but we have over a hundred different types of sandy soils, and some of them have organic material in them, and and some hold on to moisture very well. So I, I I want you to understand that this is Florida, and yes, we are, you know, we ha- we do have sandy soils, but we get rain, and we have a lot of good minerals in our soil, so we don't need to panic about plants being wet. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So one, I would check the soil. Check the um, and make sure that you're not watering too much. Then I do want you to go ahead and and put a slow release fertilizer down on them, an acidic azalea okay. fertilizer, something on them again. Okay. And, and ju- I did buy that. I just haven't used it yet. Okay. So I would go ahead and put it down and give them a little bit of nutrition to get them okay. to go, come, start growing the leaves back again, and then cut back on the water. That's definitely okay. an issue. Okay. Now and, you had a second question. Toadstools. For two days, I have picked the, I've taken a Walmart garbage bag out and picked them off and put them in the bag, and they came back the next day, and I've just looked at it, and I've got all these little patches of them again. What okay. do I do? Okay, so you have to understand the fairies need some place to dance. Okay, so the mushrooms, <laughs> are, the toadstools are not bad. Okay, okay. they're only going to okay. last for a few days, and it happens because we're getting rainfall, and mushrooms and toadstools the spores are airborne carried. So they're just coming through your yard. They're not going to last very long, but it's also an indication that you have, you know, uh, some organic material in your ground. Okay. Okay. So that they're just hatching and they'll disappear as quickly as they come. Okay. All right. (laughs) You're in Florida now. There's no need to worry at all about anything. All right. (laughs) Call back anytime, Pam. You're delightful. Thank you so much. All right, that was a great. Now, what did you tell her about dancing? The the fairies need toadstools. Don't you ever? You walk through the yard, and I would tell my children, "This is where the fairies dance at night." And they sit underneath them, and they or they sit on top of them. Some of them climb on top. You know, toadstools are not bad. No, it's just a sign. You know, you've got some organic material in there that's decomposing. The spores get in, and they just hatch. Now, are there any type of toadstools, mushrooms that you should not touch with your hands when you're picking them up? Because I heard her say she got a a, a pub like a, a a garbage bag, and I assume she put it over it to pick it up, or she just put it in the garbage bag. I don't know which. But what do you suggest? Yeah, I wouldn't suggest touching them with your hands because you know, I mean. They're not bad per se, but I would eat them. And, you know, if you're afraid to touch them, yeah, just go ahead and just use your garden gloves and pick them up, take a shovel, pop them in the bag. But, you know, you don't need to get rid of them. They'll just go back down into the ground Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, they'll just start that process. You know, things decomposing in the ground is good. Right. That's what you want. You want some good organic material in the ground. So it's not a bad thing. Okay. All right. Okay. So let's go. um, I have a great question. And thank you to the Lake County text message that gave us the thumbs up. We really appreciate that. And it says, hello, I have a sago that has multiple heads sprouting. Should I just cut those multiple heads off to leave single ones only? I just keep thinking of heads exploding when I see that. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> wow, just multiple heads there. So um, I wouldn't take them off. It just depends on how it looks. But um, every time you cut into a plant, especially an ornamental and you cut, you're just opening yourself up for, you know, stress, which leads to insects and disease. So unless it looks really ugly, um, I would just leave them alone. You don't have to cut them off. Okay. okay. That's good information. You know, so that that's that's all I can say about that. You know, it just, we don't have to cut things off, like, unless it's really bothering you. But then when we do, I don't want you to seal it with anything. 
and I don't want you to, you know, spray anything on it. So you can just go ahead and leave it there. If you are in South Florida, the vegetables that you can be planting right now, you can be planting boniato, gingers, and sugarcane, and then tropical spinaches like Leah Brooks was talking about Mm -hmm. this morning. You can plant tropical spinaches. You can also plant amaranth, papayas, passion fruit, pigeon pea, pineapples, sweet potatoes, and yucca. And if you want to grow some seeds, you can plant chayota. Okay, so chayote, chayote is, is delicious, you know, and if you like that, you can plant the seeds of it. Now, in Central Florida, here in Central Florida, you can plant the same things, boniata, gingers, roselle, sugarcane, Swiss chard, and the tropical spinaches. But you can also plant the calabasa, which is what we call the seminal pumpkin, long squash, lufa, papayas, uh, passion fruit, pigeon pea, pineapple, sweet potatoes, and yucca. And uh, then in North Florida, you can plant the same thing too. This is just the time of the year that it's good to grow in Florida. And the tropical plants, the Caribbean plants, vegetables all do very well here. So that that's a good choice. Now I had a um, question. Let's see. I've only got a few minutes here. Uh, let's go ahead and give out the uh, text messages. Do I have that time? Text messages, 23680. Or you can call 1-888-455-2967. How many of you have taken the lovely photographs of the exotic bonsai um, plants, displays in Epcot at the Japanese Pavilion? I love them. They are so gorgeous. I've literally taken hundreds of photographs. I admire them, and I admire their beauty, their art form. And I have always wanted to try and create one, but I've never taken that first step. So in the next hour, Adam Levine, who is a professional bonsai artist, will provide encouragement for everyone to try their hand at bonsai gardening. So that's going to be wonderful. We're going to really enjoy listening to him. He has Mm -hmm. beautiful bonsai. I'm going to be posting some pictures, and I'm going to really enjoy talking with him. From Summit Responsible Solutions, you know, uh, mosquito bits and dunks, especially if you do have bromeliads right. and pineapples and garden beds, you can put those mosquito dunks in your gutter, in your bird bath, mm-hmm. mosquito bits. You are not going to hurt any animals. It's very organic. And I was wondering about it, that. It works really well. It doesn't hurt birds. It doesn't hurt squirrels, any kinds of butterflies or bees. Mosquito dunks and mosquito bits are great. And I, I use them, and I've, I've known about them for a long time, and they are a sponsor of the show, so you know it's a good quality product. So here we go. We're going to go from the Summit Responsible Solutions studio and SummitResponsibleSolutions.com. I'm Teresa Watkins. If it's Saturday morning, you're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. is your car payment treating you what if i told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as 83 dollars a month look at your car payment closely you could be paying as high as 20 percent interest rate genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48 percent apr we can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars new or used and save you money every month put more money back in your pocket The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800 811 